You're listening to Muscles to the Masses, the podcast. I'm your host, Julie Reed. This is episode 21, the rectus femoris. We've talked a lot about hip extension, and I thought we'd stick to the hip, but move to the front of the body to talk about hip flexion. And a major hip flexor is a member of the quadriceps group, the rectus femoris. If you're wondering, rectus in Latin means straight. You can think of it as a straight line or link or connection between your hip and your knee. It's important to note, too, that in this podcast series, we're first going to cover what's known as the prime movers. These are bigger muscles of the body that power movement and are generally known as agonists. An agonist has the job of moving a joint. This is compared to an antagonist, whose muscle responsibility is to resist the movement of the agonist. When I first learned of these terms, agonist-antagonist, I was in high school English class and we were talking about the major characters of a book. Usually the agonist was the hero of the book and the antagonist was the villain. You can think of muscles like this too. The agonist really wants the joint to move and contracts to get it to do so. They're cheering it on and telling it what to do with the contraction. The antagonist is working to slow down that agonist. In a lot of cases, the antagonist prevents injury. And in our example of the rectus femoris, the antagonists are preventing the knee from extending or straightening too quickly. But that's really an antagonist for another time. Get it? Wow, I'm getting off topic. Let's talk about the nitty-gritty. This is the origin, insertion, and actions. The origin of the rectus femoris is on the AIIS, which stands for anterior inferior iliac spine, and the groove on the iliac portion of the acetabulum. The insertion is the tibial tuberosity by way of the quadriceps tendon, the patella, and the patellar ligament. The actions are to extend the knee and flex the hip. We can also say that it anteriorly tilts the pelvis. All right, let's break it down. The rectus femoris is the top quad and it does more than all the other quads since it crosses two joints, the hip and the knee. I mean the other quads might complain that I'm saying rectus femoris does more, but they only act on the knee, and rectus femoris acts on the hip too. So what's an anatomy enthusiast to think? The rectus femoris starts its journey on a small bony notch on the front of the hip, the AIIS. AIIS stands for anterior inferior iliac spine on the bone of the hip called the ilium. I've also seen sources say that it also originates at the groove above the acetabulum. In other words, a groove above the cup or fossa that the head of the femur sits in to form the hip joint. It then runs south towards the knee, kind of right down the front of the thigh, and meets the other quadriceps group muscles. There are four in total, hence the name quadriceps meaning four-headed, at the common quadriceps tendon. The tendon continues to the patella, or the kneecap, and then onto the patellar tendon, and then attaches to the tibial tuberosity right on the front of the shin. Some may call the patellar tendon a patellar ligament, since it's soft tissue that connects bone to bone, and that's what a ligament is. It's worth mentioning that the rectus femoris is a biarticular muscle, just like the hamstrings group muscles. All right, points to palpate. Rectus femoris is a superficial muscle. That means it's close to the surface and easy to palpate. The AIIS, however, isn't the easiest bony notch to touch and find. 
It's just under the ASIS, a bony notch we'll talk about in a few weeks, and is actually kind of flat and difficult to distinguish from the rest of the ilium. Here's how I would palpate rectus femoris. Have a partner lie down with you at the side of their leg. Place your hand over the top half of their quadriceps group, and then have them initiate movement to lift their mostly straight knee. You'll feel a muscle pop out. That's rectus femoris. Play around with asking them to straighten their knee and lift their leg. Rectus femoris will become distinguishable from the rest of the quadriceps group. You can follow the muscle up and down to feel the borders and attachment sites. Here's a test. See if you can find the elusive AIIS. It's easier when you follow the trail of the rectus femoris. You can also spice it up by adding a little bit of resistance to the movements you're asking your partner to do. Gently resist hip flexion and you'll feel the tendons of rectus femoris pop out. <laughs> okay, but what does rectus femoris really do? The rectus femoris is a muscle of the sagittal plane. The easiest way to think about the sagittal plane is that it's front to back. So take a step forward, you're moving in the sagittal plane. Walking up the steps, walking down the steps, sitting in a chair, you get the idea. Actions of the hip in the sagittal plane are, you guessed it, flexion and extension. We've been talking about extension for a few weeks now, but let's talk about flexion. Hip flexion is closing the angle at the front of your hips. It's hinging forward, it's bringing your knee to your chest, it's lunging, squatting, tuck jumping. It's the front leg of walking up the steps, or running, or climbing. And knee extension, that's straightening out your leg, like when you kick a ball or take a step. Remember, these are actions of the rectus femoris moving the leg, but if the leg is planted, it can cause the pelvis to tilt anteriorly. And this is also a discussion of what the rectus femoris is doing when it acts as an antagonist. As an antagonist, it will help resist knee flexion and hip extension. Oh, and one other thing. As a massage therapist, I would get a lot of requests for work on the back and the neck, but not a lot on the limbs. What I would find, though, is that the back pain and hip pain and knee pain had a funny way of showing up in the not often looked at quadriceps muscles. See what some soft tissue work on the front of your thighs feels like and fill me in on how you feel afterwards. You've been listening to Muscles to the Masses, the podcast. To help support this podcast, head to musclestothemasses.com to buy the book and other muscle gear or support directly at anchor.fm slash musclestothemasses. Until next time, roll out your quads, intentionally of course, and muscle on.